0: Hi. Hi. (laughs) Long time no see. Yeah. Greg's actually working downstairs. Is he seriously? I was shocked because
1: we went to... Okay. Okay. I'll tell you something. (laughs) I need to know about this project. Like, (laughs) Has this been long planned or is this something you just decided to do on a whim? We literally... Just today.
0: Honestly, it's because we were having a... Yeah, we were having a fight. We were fighting because I was like really (laughs) mad because I was about to decorate for Christmas. I was going to like I made these um, little snowballs like I made little tiny all these different sized snowballs that I'm going to I have like string lights in my dining room. So I hang like all these string lights and then I'm going to hang these all these different snowballs from them. Okay. And honestly, I was inspired because the White House posted photographs of their decorations in the White House for Christmas. And one of them had this shot with all these little snowballs hanging from the White. ceiling. Okay, well,
1: no, obviously, I need to look it up. Is this on Instagram? Yeah, I think either NPR
0: or the White House. I don't know what they did. But anyway, I was inspired by it, even though they have like trees and stuff in the hallway. Like I don't have trees, but I just I thought, well, I like the snowballs. So I then I spent... Almost a whole day figuring out how to make these snowballs because I wanted them to be soft. I wanted them to be soft, right? I don't want them to just be styrofoam balls. So I have all this cotton. So I sort of gathered them and like sewed the tops of them. And then I'm going to
1: hang them from. You have to send me a picture. I haven't done it because today
0: I was going to do it. And then Greg was like, (laughs) oh.
1: i'm caught up now it's not gonna that's look so, like this that. one yeah it's not gonna look like that but I'll your have house doesn't lights. look like this <laughs> Live in a mansion the size of the I, house. Was I was just
0: inspired by the snowballs okay i thought it was really oh my gosh, no that's gorgeous i thought it was i cute. love that and I love to do oh, shit I like that because I love to waste my time. Like uh, there are seven million <laughs> other things I should be doing, but instead I spent the whole day making snowballs, and I still <laughs> probably have to make more. But I love them; they're
1: so well, cute. You did paint your kitchen too? No, I didn't. Dining, Dining room made in my kitchen. Dining room.
0: Today I haven't painted it yet. No, Greg is currently oh. sanding the walls because we prepped it. Like we. Took everything down, took all the things out, then okay. put all the pl- plaster on the holes and scraped it. And then now he's sanding off the plaster to make it relatively smooth. And I finally got him to 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 eat my drink my Kool-Aid. He's finally <laughs> figured out not to be a perfectionist. I said, you know what, honey, we have to live here. I don't give a shit. Like if it's like looks like it's a from a magazine. I just want yeah. it to be painted i don't care and i like i like the character of not of that sort of imperfection i i do i do i like it a little rough
1: i'm I'm with you too mark is like that mark's a perfectionist um which honestly in so many ways is amazing sure but i i'm with you that sometimes just getting it done is is helpful is your i need to microphone plugged in. in Hi. hi it was plugged in but i plugged yeah. it in the one that doesn't work i just realized it looks so it so, sounds so much better it's good i sound like i was a million miles I was away like, she sounds far away but anyway <laughs> oh yeah mark yeah an perfectionist and so like he makes such like he made wayne of this learning tower and this thing is like you can buy them for like 2 or 300 dollars or mark and make one for Wayne and it's like the edges are perfect it's just absolute like it's amazing meanwhile i'm like yeah yeah let's just get this <laughs> throw that together <laughs> yeah i'm infectious no. with numbers though that's where i well you have to be
0: i just mm-hmm. what i like is that the house is a hundred years old and it's plaster walls like you're not going to have per- perfection oh, and yeah, i like
1: true.
0: i like how it's it cracks you know over time because it's so dry and i i like that look i think it's kind yeah. of cool and i think you can i mean in certain settings obviously you want things to be perfect if it's a more yeah, modern house whatever But this is an old house. I like it being kind of like a little rough, you know. I like it. I like it. it. So anyway. Did
1: you choose a color?
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be the same as the living room that I did last year or the year before. I can't remember. I uh, That also came about because of a fight. Because I was like, I didn't want to go to Planitza for Thanksgiving because I was just like really stressed out. And like it was COVID and I was just like pandemic depression i was just like i can't handle these people i can't do it i just can't Yeah. he got so mad at me and then my friend kim came down for the weekend and we just like painted the living room which <laughs> hadn't been done for 20 some odd years like probably
1: 23 years what i'm gathering here is that you're offering free couples advice if you get in a fight paint a room
0: well, anyway, this came about because we were having like this because I wanted yeah, yeah. to decorate and I was like, you're never going to do it. What the hell? You know, you're going to fuck me up for time. You're going to mess me up and I won't have <laughs> time to do what I need to do. Because I don't want to like my goal every year is not to be stressed about Christmas. And like, every year I'm stressed about Christmas. Oh, it yeah. insane. Me and
1: everyone else. <laughs>
0: So my goal was to like decorate yeah, and like that'll be done and oh that'll be nice and it'll put me in the mood. But now we're fucking painting, so <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. It's it's just a a white. It's just white. It's boring. Oh, perfect. I know it's boring. I tried, but I was just well, like, you know what? It'll look nice. It'll look nice. I'm gonna have paintings up. You know, it's going to be full of pictures and paintings. And you're very
1: artsy, so you'll be doing all sorts of other decorations, I'm sure. Well, we have
0: also these. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of excited about the prospect. No, no. I want to know all about it. Our neighbor moved out, bought, somebody else bought the house, and they had these two leaded glass windows taken out. So we took them. And we're going to... Oh, hang them in instead of a window treatment in my dining room because there's no uh I'm this far away from my neighbor and it's just a brick wall nobody can see in it's not a big deal you know yeah uh, I'm just gonna hang these leaded glass windows in the windows so it's like a window treatment
1: yep. but it's made of glass that's what my parents have in one of the rooms i can't remember which room maybe the bath one of their bathrooms they i think it's one of their bathrooms they have um like this stained glass like this peacock stained glass that they hung in front of the glass of the yes. window yes and so like it really lets the light in really nicely but you well, which is my privacy yeah it's my whole goal with this is because it's not stained
0: glass it's just let it it's but very still clean. yeah but yeah. it looks—it's very classic, and I think it'll look really pretty, especially with some lights on it. Yeah, yeah. it'll look really pretty. Well,
1: so anyway, so exciting.
0: Whatever. I'm just like, it's hilarious how this all happened.
1: <laughs> well, it worked out.
0: And then we went. Okay, we go to Home Depot to get the paint today. After we prepped everything, after we plastered, so we're waiting for the yeah. plaster to dry. Fine. We go to Home Depot. We get the paint. It only costs like it was less than 200 bucks. It was like 100 and. 40 bucks or oh something. that's not bad no it's not because the room is not that big and there's actually very little wall space it's all trim it's
1: all oh, trim. that's harder to paint
0: i don't mind tri- paint trimming
1: i don't mind it until i have to get down on the ground
0: <laughs> i don't mind that i i can I'm i like, have ugh. foam i have foam uh mats I can go on and I just oh, kind of, okay yeah. And I can I tell you when I painted the baseboards in the living room like a year or so ago, I could not believe like it's shocking. These baseboards, Brittany, people pay money for these kinds of baseboards. They're like this big, you know, like they're big oh, yeah. baseboards with the molding yeah, yeah. and everything and the quarter round and it's absolutely I was I was more in love with my baseboards. I was like, I can't believe how much I love my baseboards.
1: You know, <laughs> like now that you're seeing them right up close and personal as you're painting them.
0: Well, the white well, really brings them out and it oh makes yeah. such a difference. Well, when this, we this house
1: hasn't been painted for almost thirty years. Like it's been since yeah. Greg moved in. That makes a big difference. A nice coat of paint, like when when we first moved into the condo. I'm
0: such a basic bitch. This is so lame.
1: I I know. It's no, like I love really it. I mean, we can move like, on. I guess. I think it's interesting. <laughs> but when when we moved into the condo, they had this gorgeous molding up all throughout the entire condo. Yeah. But they painted it the same beige as the wall. Oh. So then that was like the first thing I did. I painted. And like, yeah, but the ceiling was white or something, right? The ceiling was white. So then I painted. Yeah, that the, was the thing. The molding was a white. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. For the time, I'm sure it was the thing. But I like I painted the molding white, and like that's the first thing people noticed when they walked in. Wow, your moldings so nice. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't, you couldn't even notice it before because it all just blended into the wall. I know. But I guess it was meant to make the room look taller or something. Probably, especially in a condo where the the ceilings aren't like overly high yeah i'm just getting my notes up Where okay notes? so
0: what happened today you had a cookie situation
1: you said oh my God. i texted kelly at i don't know what time did i text you last night like 11. i know that's like a <laughs> kelly thing to be doing i us whip these up i had not even started baking <laughs> and i had to have two cook two two different types of cookies for today one dough and one that was like fully baked. What for? So every year I get together with Mark's mom and sisters, and we do a cookie exchange. But we bake together. Yeah. So which is it's. I've, really heard, fun. Of we, we I've chat, heard of these. We just chat basically. It's an excuse to get together. So yes. which is awesome. They're fantastic. So it's nice to spend some time with them. Although I've seen Mark's mom every day for the last week because we had to stay home from daycare anyway. Oh we'll no. Get there. <laughs> Jesus Murphy, she, she's wonderful thank goodness but i'm like kind of feeling bad for her i'm like well, you've seen me a lot i'm like hey oh my <laughs> god um but yeah so we each like bake we each bake cookies so mark's mom made these like chocolate pinwheels that have like um almonds inside them um sliced almond and then she also made these cookies that have jam fill in them uh, it's use a cream cheese oh yeah it's really really good yeah i made white chocolate did anybody cranberry? make the crescent cookies no i'm sorry i'm Otherwise, sorry i'm sorry made i'm made just a... gonna
0: take away the
1: slovenian card from these people um <laughs> yeah are you gonna cut this whole section of the podcast now that this this slovenian women didn't make the crescent no cookies? i'm just i really want uh, I was looking
0: online, you told me about the cookies, and I was like, I should try making those this year. The walnut, I've never made them. I always get them from other people. Yeah. And the best ones I've had are from, don't tell anybody, I mean, obviously, who cares, but it was, they were from <laughs> Stella Adamich. She I makes know them well. amazing
1: Uh, crescent, walnut crescent cookies. I did not know that. Actually, maybe that's where I've had them. One second, small aside. Mark, you know the walnut crescent cookies? Do your parents make those? Mark's mom makes them. Of course she does.
0: Again, <laughs> she wouldn't
1: Slovenian have her Slovenian woman.
0: <laughs> uh Greg's mother makes them as well, but um
1: so funny. She's she's such a good cook, eh? It's very rare to find someone who's a fantastic baker and also an equally fantastic cook well you are but otherwise (laughs) it's gonna say well that's me so (laughs) oh so you're talking about me yeah mark is actually like that too i can bake but i can't well i can cook but not not the same baking mark's looking at me like can you (laughs) (laughs) wow where he's looking at his game i'm not wearing my glasses this is my vanilla oh, he's cake. He's looking I at made. his game. <gasps> Whoa.
0: For my clients this week, it's a vanilla, it's a vanilla cake made with brown sugar. It's vegan. And the oh. V ve- there's a vegan buttercream icing on it. This is the one that Erica Hull, her sister, wants me to make her this for her wedding, like as an extra oh cake gosh. to have on the side, like a vegan cake. Is she is she vegan? No, she just wants to have like,
1: like some other people, vegan.
0: I think it'll Aww. be nice. like at night, they have the usually at Slovenian weddings at 11 o'clock, they bring in some extra food. So you'll have like extra desserts and McDonald's or pizza or whatever.
1: <laughs> have I told you this story? Which about one? my first experience at a Slovenian wedding. Oh. Wedding. I don't know why I said it like that. You've told me some things about your first experience. So, just in case I haven't talked about this before, Mark takes me to my first Slovenian wedding. There are like 400 people there. Yeah, we were
0: there together. It was yeah, one of the Muhiches.
1: Yes, Joanna and Peter. Yes. So, wonderful wedding. It's like 11 o'clock. This girl at the table beside us suddenly pulls out of her purse um a junior chicken and like a cheeseburger and i turned to mark i'm pretty sure i elbowed him i'm like mark (laughs) this this girl brought her own mcdonald's it's so bad (laughs) and it took us like half an hour to like go to the washroom or something for some reason we went out to the lobby (laughs) and everybody was was eating a platter of mcdonald's it was a huge table of just like oh yeah burgers it was crazy it was awesome but i was like mark (laughs) this bitch brought mcdonald's that's brutal that's funny i had never done that table
0: I'd never heard of that either until I'd gone to Slovenian weddings. Now it's like the thing I look forward to more than I do like the meal because it's the 11 o'clock like
1: second feast is sort of where it's at, you know? Oh, usually. Every so often. I've Mm. I've been to a couple non-Slovenian weddings lately. Yeah. They don't have it. They do sometimes have it, but it's like it's never as good. It's never as good. Or they don't like, have sausages. It runs out in about two seconds. Yeah, they don't
0: have sausages. <laughs> and they don't have Klemschnita. They have no like... Uh, okay, what is that? Klemschnita. I've talked about it before. Okay, yeah, but you uh, need to remind me. All right, well, <laughs> it, the traditional one has pastry and then it's like a custard and whipping cream. Okay, yes. But I'm then Greg's you. mother makes it with graham crackers and it's whipping cream and vanilla pudding and graham crackers That'll Next time good. I I have it or make it, I should... Uh, it's a big hit. People love it. Clemsonita is a great... That uh, would be really good. Yeah, so it's like huh. graham crackers, whipping cream, vanilla custard, graham cracker, and then on top is like an, a white icing glaze with chocolate on it, and it's like my oh, mouth's oh. watering thinking about it. But I eat way too much of it when I have it. I have like two or three huge creamy pieces, and it's like eating custard and sugar, and it's just... Yeah. I almost like die my stomach last time no Erica and I were you like like a our... food coma our stomachs no my stomach bloated like I went I actually I in, inflated my stomach oh, inflated no. and Eric and I were like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then I went to the bathroom I'm not used to eating that much dairy I don't think oh anymore. no my body wanted to get rid of it immediately oh, no. it was so bad
1: so t- I used to be like pretty badly lactose intolerant. Now I'm lactose sensitive just because I kept eating. Honey, the crunch is not good for you. I don't know why your story reminds me of this, but we went to Starbucks drive through this weekend because Jesse. You fancy. I, I know we fancy. Um, <laughs> so uh, Jesse had told us like, if you're ever in a pinch, then you can go to go to Starbucks and ask for a whole milk steamed kid temperature and then you can just give that to Wayne and we're like what now we're curious like we're not in a pinch but we want to know how this works so then we got ourselves drinks but they were out of I always get lactose-free milk whenever I have coffee mm. and so I was like oh with lactose-free milk they're like oh we're out of it I'm like oh that's fine just put on that <laughs> mark looks at me looks back at the barista and is like I guess we're gonna see what happens (laughs) 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 why don't you just get
0: (laughs) oat milk or something
1: yeah maybe i was fine actually i i just kept pushing through it like i was i used to get so sick when mark and i first moved in together he was always like why do you get lactose-free milk this is ridiculous you don't need to buy lactose-free milk and then he experienced why i need to get lactose for milk wow he was like, oh okay you're fine wow gaslight much
0: Jesus. oh yeah
1: <laughs> poor, poor mark poor anyway mark. it's his fault <laughs> he saw it. he had it coming yeah he didn't believe you oh my god wait did i tell you that wayne is like full walking now uh no this is he's <laughs> full walking okay. just
0: to pivot the conversation (laughs) back to Wayne back to Wayne
1: back to Wayne back to Wayne back to Wayne yeah he like has basically stopped crawling altogether he just walks everywhere now he climbs the stairs himself he's like our independent man oh my god so I gotta talk to Greg because he's Mm. the one who he said that Zona is the one who who suggested to Luke that or suggested that he teach Luke how to go down the stairs yeah 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 so now I got to get some pointers.
0: Well, most <laughs> kids I learned, I remember, I seem to have this very visceral memory of sliding down my butt. Yeah, I did the same.
1: But he's I- saying to go backwards. Yeah. Which is so hard to teach because he just wants to keep going back up. I'm like teaching him to go down. He's like, but I w- I want to go up. <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. And do you know, when I got older, I haven't
0: done this for a long time, but I've done, I did this for years, maybe because I had apartments, but every time I'd go upstairs, I would like climb them like a monkey. Like I kind of get on off, <laughs> you know, like you get down and kind of walk oh, yeah. like this, even if I was literally- waiting- way too old to be doing that i was just it just was comfortable for this me was yesterday fast. it was like faster for me to do it i haven't done it for a long
1: time i'm gonna try doing that see how it you feels. gotta try it out i do i will That's so <laughs> awesome i cannot say i did that but i did used to like think i was all that and i would like skip steps and oh be god like...
0: <laughs> you know i'll never do that
1: never <laughs> I think if I tried to do that now, I would like break my neck because it's Luke, all backwards. I think Luke's
0: tried to jump down the whole staircase. Like he's like so crazy. Oh but my he, God. He will do that. He'll skip two, three steps. And I'm just like, yeah, wait up and down. It's like the down is terrifying. You know the me. Down and is scary.
1: You know me and downstairs, <laughs> no thanks. No, no. Uh, stairs in general. We have, we both not are doing downstairs. it. I'm
0: going to um, show you something.
1: Okay. And then I'm going to, Pivot the conversation very poorly again to uh things we're scared of. This episode was terrifying.
0: Oh my god, you're so funny.
1: No, not funny. I got into bed at like 2:30 in the morning, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta finish this episode. I'm like oh! I'm watching it, and it gets to like the scariest parts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my
1: god, why is this that, happening? Are you talking about the end? It was very spooky, eh? the end is spooky and also the part with the girlfriend which we will talk about in the cycle oh god i was like (laughs) i turned to mark who was still awake with me and i was like i'm not i guess i'm not sleeping tonight that's great (laughs) i slept like everything was fine
0: of course i've been shopping (laughs) online for christmas and slowly like acquiring things and i got for erica luke's girlfriend i got her uh something for she's graduating
1: from firefighter school soon okay yes so i because i do the bookkeeping for planitza like i they have to send me anyone who wants the student rate for associate membership like they send me their transcript right and i saw that i was like holy shit i didn't know that she was doing that yes 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 good for her it's so cool sorry she's also
0: well she's also taking her crossfit trainer training or something she's part of the crossfit cult now anyway i bought her a couple things i got her a little ornament which i don't know where that is i hope it comes soon erica
1: if you're listening pause this and skip ahead this is going to come out (laughs) next year for all i know true. (laughs) and she doesn't listen to this Jesus, well, you don't know. Maybe she'll call you <laughs> up and be like, Will "You spoil my Christmas presents."
0: <laughs> I got her a little ornament, regardless. Uh, it's like a firefighter uniform type thing. That's so sweet. Then I also got her uh, something useful. I got her what's called a Leatherman utility tool. It's a multi-tool.
1: Mark has that, I think. Yes,
0: that ask him really if familiar. he likes his Leatherman.
1: Do you have a Leatherman, Mark? He does. Do you like it?
0: He does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you the ornament and then I'll show you something else. I got her
1: spoiler. I'm having a second jammer. Ooh!
0: wow. Sugar lady. This one's coming on Wednesday. Apparently
1: I'm going to, I don't usually drink this much sugar. I'm going to be bouncing off the wall. This is a Christmas what? ornament. That's so awesome. Isn't that cute? that's so cute it's so adorable that's an awesome design I thought it was cool
0: and I got her this this uh, like pencil case (laughs) toiletry situation called it says it's backwards I know
1: no it's not it says I put out (laughs) (laughs) what's this called this can the fire extinguisher can fire
0: extinguisher i couldn't think of the fucking
1: <laughs> word for that i put out that's hilarious it's
0: yeah it's a little <laughs> bag that has a little fire extinguisher and a fire and it says i put out it's really cute just to clarify
1: uh-huh. erica's relationship with <laughs> kelly She is her future <laughs> daughter-in-law <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean whatever she's
1: that's My so stepson's
0: cute. girlfriend. Yeah. Well, oh, she's going to hate this. Like, it's going to be so embarrassing. <laughs>
1: I love that so much.
0: I think and it's you so You should m-
1: record I- her, her reaction.
0: Oh, she won't open it here, probably. Ask Luke to record her reaction. I'll give it to Luke and he'll, <laughs> she'll open them all. Anyway, I think I love getting embarrassing things like that. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I put out <laughs> Mark kelly got for erica it's like a pencil makeup makeup case pencil case thing and it's a fire extinguisher putting out a fire but it says i put out on it <laughs> oh I had that's so to. funny it's it the was best <laughs> oh man <sighs> i need to get from <laughs> dad for listening there's no way he listens to this so for my dad for christmas <laughs> i love it no one in our lives <laughs> listens to this it's so funny thank you to our listeners who are not related to us thanks to all the listeners who aren't in our families <laughs> or are any of our
0: friends
1: <laughs> oh my god we have the so, worst friends you don't even listen to this god. i do i'm spotify on spotify <laughs> <laughs> Squintcast was my number one podcast
0: really it wasn't my denver. number one escaping S- denver
1: i'm deeply offended um, <laughs> okay are. my dad and moving on my dad for christmas so he him and wayne have like such a special bond it's so sweet Wayne like uh, tried to go flying out of my arms today at the top of the stairs, which was so dangerous. Because he saw my dad and was freaking out and so excited. So for my dad's birth for my dad's sorry for my dad's Christmas present, I got him socks with Wayne's face on them. Oh, wow! wow. But Wayne's that is face, so great. I can't wait to get I can't wait to see what they look like. Because Wayne's face like the picture I gave like submitted for it. He's like so goofy. He's like <laughs> wow it's gonna be funny i think oh my I god I did that with um our dog i yeah my, i gave him socks with his dogs on them for christmas two years ago and he still wears them so i'm like okay i think this will be a hit but want to talk about the episode yeah let's talk
0: about it. i was trying to find my spotify oh here it is my Spotify, uh, year 2022 Squintcast was definitely on the list. But the thing is I listened to podcasts on different apps, not just Spotify. Okay. Yeah. So my top one on Spotify was actually, I love a lifetime movie, which is these two women talking about lifetime movies. That's awesome. And it's so funny. Speaking
1: of which we
0: will talk about this because of our episode shall we welcome everyone i guess so welcome,
1: all right welcome
0: well, welcome welcome <laughs> to uh this episode of Squintcast. cast i'm kelly we nailed that
1: <laughs> that was fantastic yeah but we
0: gotta nail it at the end Brittany, okay yeah come. okay carry well. on introduce yourself <laughs> ma'am i'm Brittany. and today we are talking about ap- season two episode 10 of bones the
1: headless witch in the woods Ooh, scary. it was scary spoiler alert oh my god i'm not a scary movie person but kelly is so clearly i was peeing my pants and she was probably like oh this is a wonderful day <laughs>
0: I thought Mark it was really funny. I thought it was the funniest. I was trying to think what Greg and I were watching last night that one of the characters said, scurred Are you scared? Don't be scared." I kept, I kept going, Greg, don't be scared. Are you scared? This is so scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you there was found a guy- funny.
0: Oh my yeah. god! I mean,
1: there's funny parts, but like. Oh
0: my god. That's why I think I should get back into watching horror movies cuz I oh. think that I would find them really fun. I
1: was like, "Oh my god, this is so terrifying." <laughs> <sighs> but I powered through so we could talk about it, okay? Oh, poor Britney. Oh my god, there's so many things that happened in this episode that I just like was shaking my head. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, booth, get it together, honestly.
0: Listen, there's a few, yeah, Booth <sighs> he's got he's got a lot of growing up to do that guy i tell you Oh boy!
1: seriously um, also i went back and looked at an old episode we're gonna get to the the scene yeah yeah anyway, we're gonna talk about that in a bit i'm not spoiling things i'm not a spoiler oh my god you are <laughs> I, I was so mad last was it last episode last episode it was so bad i was like please stop
0: spoiling things just stop talking even during the episode don't even do any of the foreshadowing no this is important don't forget we're going to have to talk about this like you always say that this is a very important thing to remember (laughs) like
1: oh my god important to remember (laughs) (laughs) are you sure
0: (laughs) <laughs> Shh, i think i cut that out stop it
1: oh sorry
0: oh no i'm, I'm gonna get you upset all time. me. i can't add it around this i just can't
1: no okay i'm not doing okay. that we, all right should we start with this episode yes please start us off Brittany. so this episode reminded me a lot like the vibes were the same as the man the man and the bear i think was the episode name back in season what? one
0: you're kidding i don't know
1: what it was but like this scary movie version of it, but only because it opens in a national forest. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, Brennan and Booth are making their way through the forest with this very nice forest ranger, Ranger okay. Edison. That's what
0: through the whole, all my notes, I wrote cop, question mark,
1: ranger, question mark. I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? I think he's a forest ranger. Yeah, That's what I just assumed seems possible because he's always, ta- he, he was talking a lot about like what happens in the forest that they yeah. advise hikers to stay away from that area. Yeah. So they're going to find a body. The body that they find is in a pit. And we're going to talk about what happens right before this uh-huh. is in a pit. Brennan finds out that this, bo- this body has no head. Yeah. It is, it belongs to, a man between the ages of 18 and 25 years old yeah, and he has a video camera with him yes but the scene starts out eerie they are trying to stay together brennan gets a little sidetracked because she sees these things that there's some sort of talisman like they look like eyes basically yes um little eye ornaments yeah that are hanging all throughout the forest. And it's just right. super creepy. Booth is freaked out because he can't see her anymore for a minute and like goes and finds her. Like he just lost her at the grocery store and he, she's his kid. Oh um, my God. Like as if Brendan would get lost in the woods. No, never. She would be like, I don't know. Sucker punching bears. She'd be fine. <laughs> anyway, so basically we it sets up this very creepy scenario we find out about this in quotes woman who lives in the woods um who was beheaded for being a witch back in the 19 or back to not 19 back in the back in the 1780s so this woman her name was maggie cinders and there's a whole story that comes with... She's kind of... It's kind of like a little folklore legend. It's a legend. It's a legend. Thing. A legend. Yeah. It's super creepy. If you're, you're not so a fan funny. of horror...
0: You're so funny. Oh you'll my be scared God. from
1: the beginning. I love how the
0: rangers are like a little spooked out saying a lot of weird shit happens here. People show up with no head all the time. All those headless people. And it's because oh, they yeah. claim that this witch this woman who was accused of being a witch was killed by beheading so then she then kills her victims by beheading them yeah and this is like booth is on edge the rangers a little bit sus- uh, superstitious and brennan isn't having any Unfazed. of this. Completely. She's like you guys are delusional
1: oh yeah she gets in this pit and she's like okay guys beg the eyes
0: <laughs> there's no
1: head. There's no head, so I guess this he victim... died that way. <laughs> so unfortunately he died. Unfortunately. Because he lost his head. But look, there's his eyes. Like what yeah. in, why? Um
0: Yeah, now, it's just a pretty just, creepy
1: start. It's creepy, but it's
0: like Booth's freaking out. The range is a little bit weirded out. Brennan has no time for it. Oh. Booth offers to go into this grave pit with her.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: she's like, yeah, no, you're going to fuck up my evidence. Like, leave me alone, right? Because he, he's like, pre- I think he's like pretending he's going to protect her. But oh, I think yeah. he's hes more scared than she is. He's
1: being so weird in this episode toward her. Mm. Like, wow. so okay." Weird we will talk about this we will definitely talk about that this is very important uh just take a quick note (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay sorry I'm done Um, all right
0: here we go back to the lab here we go back to the lab everyone's confounded as to how to identify this guy because he doesn't have a head uh, Brennan keeps finding all these wood splinters in the remains, which Cam thinks is from the murder weapon, which I was about to call the killing weapon, because I had no words today. I was so, like, I my vocabulary, I wrote my mind as mush, like I couldn't figure out.
1: I couldn't figure out murder Killing weapon. weapon. I like that better.
0: Yes, it could be a good one. (laughs) Then Zach asks how a ghost could kill someone if they're transparent and all that. And Brennan goes, uh, because there's no such things as ghosts. (laughs) 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 And then Cam, this is where we get this other character development with Cam. She pipes up. She says, you know, don't jump to conclusions. And then Brennan basically, this is where she thinks like people who believe in ghosts are delusional. And then Cam says, immediately dumps into this, jumps into the story about how her dead mother's ghost visited her after she died and gave her like specific, you know, information. Yeah. And Brennan doesn't know how to take this information, obviously, but it's very out of left field i felt how forthcoming cam was with yes. this information
1: it, that's what i wrote down it's so completely out of character yeah also yeah she's holding she's like oh yes my mother she left <laughs> to give me notes that i should find this necklace she's implying that she found this necklace she's wearing which yeah. is so near and dear to her yeah that she has not worn once this season <laughs> It just so <laughs> happened. She's wearing oh, oh wow. I went back and looked because I was like, Oh, you did? Yeah. Because was I was so like, fun. oh, did I not notice she's been wearing this like super loud necklace this entire this season? Very obvious necklace, yes. Um I didn't even does... think about that. <laughs> I was like, I'm so curious. How did I not I notice this necklace? Think before? about that. That's wild. I got you covered. So what happens in
0: um, Hodgins? Hodgins, Hodgins, we love now. He, com- he comes, in- <laughs> okay, simmer down there, Brit. <laughs> uh, he comes into the- onto the platform and tells everyone that the victim died last November. And I wrote in my notes, when was that? Like last November? <laughs> like tell me how many months
1: or yeah, what time of year is it right now? I have no idea because it looks <laughs> like spring.
0: Yeah. It kind of looks like spring when they're in the woods. But I mean, are we supposed to know that? I guess. I mean, I'm pretty smart, but you could just say like six months, six eight months, months ago. Yeah, that would be more helpful. Any Anyway, apparently the wood splinters that Brennan keeps finding on the remains are from a tree. A piece of wood that was made you know, from a tree that became extinct in the 1700s. And then he shares that the legend of Maggie Cinders used an axe to kill her victims.
1: Hodgins loves this.
0: He's like me. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Bring it He's on. He's
1: eating it up. He's like, is anyone else feeling tingly or is it just me? Like, oh my God. Okay. You Illuminati lover, like sit I her love down. It. I love it. Are we recording? Oh, thank God. We have some good content here. Yes. Um, we do find what out. Happens? So booth enters into the scene and yes. turns out that even without any other, even without a head, they think that the missing, based on the missing persons reports in the area, that this is a film student name, named Graham Hastings, who was 21 years old. And in case you wanted to know, he was 5'10 and weighed 176 pounds. <laughs> um, he was doing a documentary on the Maggie Cinders legend, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. So It does seem like probably this is our victim at this point. And then Angela comes in is like
0: I should have really done I'm sorry to interrupt you. I feel what's up? Stupid right now. Why? Because I helped a friend who does Okay. My friend has he's like uh He did a lot of film directing and editing and things. Anyway, and I was in his film. It's called Rebecca's Grave. And it's about this woman who was a witch in the Maritimes named Rebecca Lutz. And he made this fake documentary about it that's a horror movie. Anyway, I was in it. And I just, I can't believe I, I, it completely slipped my mind. Well, I don't know. It hasn't been released to the real world at large necessarily. There have been screenings of it, you know, as far back as like no. two thousand
1: eight. There's a movie coming out called called Rebecca's Grave in twenty twenty four. Vexation of a Township.
0: Yeah, what's that? Is that the one? Let me look it up. I can cut shit out. It's okay. Rebecca's I don't know. Grave movie. Yes, it's Garrett Pringle. That's right. That's me. I was in that.
1: That's so cool.
0: Anyway, I have to look up the whole legend of this witch, but it's tied into all these things. Anyway, I can't really go into it too much, but I uh it's quite he has like a story within a story within a story. It's kind of inspired by the Blair Witch Project, which basically this whole episode is like the Blair Witch Project. What? You're famous. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's so it was cool. really fun. Uh, Garrett Pringle is the name of the my friend who did this movie and we originally shot a whole bunch of shit here in Toronto and then he like lost the footage or he didn't like it so then a few years later I went to Montreal and shot some more and he had to change it up because a few years had gone by my body changed my hair changed that whole thing right so fine. And then he's very quite magical. And then he did this really fun thing when he stayed here with me where he directed me in a spoof of the Mary Tyler Moore show opening. Have you heard of the Mary Tyler Moore show?
1: Yes. No, you're young. You're
0: young. Tyler Moore. There's an opening. The opening of her show is iconic. Like it's iconic. Like 70s, 80s television. Yeah, yeah. And so I did a reenactment of that opening. Anyway, it's a really fun video. I didn't know it,
1: that you did acting like that.
0: I don't. That's the thing. I don't. I just like to do things that's like so he asked cool. me to do it and I did it. And he, But he's a really good director, I found. Like, working with him was really interesting. But I take good, I take so direction. Fun. That's the other thing. Like, if somebody tells me to do it a certain way, I'll do it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like... I'm one of those people. So I listen, I go, okay, you want me to do it this way? Okay, let's try it. that. So he would do it in all these ways and then he just cuts it all together. So he's a genius at editing. That's so cool. Anyway, I just, I can't believe it sort of, I'm watching this episode and it isn't until right the second that I was like, wait a minute, I wasn't like a documentary like that myself.
1: That's so cool! Oh my gosh! Okay, that's so cool. (sighs) So funny! Thank you for sharing. Well, we're about to see some of the documentary. Angela has found something from the video. I'm actually on
0: the IMDb list. Did you see it? What? There's an IMDb for Rebecca's grave. I'm you know my picture's not there. Thank God.
1: What? I didn't look through the IMDb list. Kelly's a movie star. Stop! <laughs> I'm just telling Mark.
0: You're so funny. Just that's on the so IMDb cool. list. But if it does come out, I really what we you're were gonna, Kelly Wallace. I'm a yeah. The character's name is Kelly Wallace for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's your that's your character's name. Anyway. I know that your name is not Kelly Wallace. <laughs> anyway, that's so I, cool. So it's your I first credit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's so funny. What? Hey, I should
0: apply to be in the union, eh? Let's go. You should for sure. My dream of starring in a, a Hallmark or Christmas movie filmed in
1: Barry is this much closer. That is awesome. You have also have two thanks on here. Charge over you.
0: Yeah, I know. Are you doing something? i'd have to look and i haven't really looked at my own imdb because i didn't know it existed until just a second so
1: <laughs> well you'll have to look at some point perhaps perhaps this is so cool okay sorry so we're back now where were we is like yo i found yo. some stuff on this videotape yeah i got things to show you come and take a look at the section that i cleaned because apparently this is my job even though i'm an artist <laughs> I'm always so confused about that. Anyway, so they're watching this super creepy video of this girl in the woods at night, and she's screaming. It's quite terrifying. And I think sometimes when you watch things that are scary, sometimes you need to reach for the one you love. And so Cam and Booth start holding hands. While well, they Cam watch reaches together. out to his. Cam reaches out for Booth. But he doesn't hold her... Her away, he takes her hand. Well, he almost
0: she- did, though. He was like, Almost, he was gonna throw her hand away, but
1: then he was like, Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But Brennan is looking on, and she's like, Oh, she's very puzzled. I love her look on her face. <laughs> Brennan's like, What the fuck? Like, she <laughs> that's exactly the description of her face. She's like, <laughs> It was so really? surprised. She's like, What. <laughs> What? like do you think in any way she was hurt no actually it, i don't it was all surprise i don't know she's weird in this episode but yeah. we will talk more about that yeah um yeah. oh my god yeah. it's so creepy they're watching this like horror movie basically as yeah. a group it's the blair witch project oh 100 percent Um you have seen that right oh yes even though you don't like scary movies yeah i watched it when i was in university okay i regretted it (laughs) so so much
0: (laughs) so we'll just say there's a victim in i guess we're assuming the victim is in this video and he there's all this blood this girl is going absolutely crazy and then booth booth is like his reaction is like holy shit!" he's like totally creeped out and I was like, this is wild.
1: It's wild, right? It's a little weird that they're all watching the video. Like, doesn't the FBI have, like, professional,
0: you know, people we've to go
1: through these? <laughs> we've talked about this. You know but why guess... they needed to use Angela? Because there was no head. She couldn't do a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know what, FBI guys who specialize in this? Don't worry about it. We got Angela's this girl got who doesn't cover. have a job.
0: She's great. <laughs> she, she does like awesome computer programming shit. And she can do shit with video videotape you would never believe. <laughs> Wasn't it? In that one where the kids, uh, all that crazy uh, underage stuff was happening in that episode. The Boy in the Tree. That was it in season one. <clears throat> she was able to somehow... Find a deleted part of the video. Yeah. And like zoom in on her looking at the camera, and then also zoom in on some jewelry or something that she had.
1: It was like, don't forget about when she created the Louvre. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here, FBI boss. (laughs) She did. Here's uh... the Louvre for your dying daughter. (laughs) It was like, it's like had the virtual reality Louvre like it's impressive but like yeah. stay in your lane she does lots <laughs> of stuff this girl anyway then we have our intro yes
0: come on Brittany. you want to see
1: every time i listen to the intro i'm like okay brittany memorize, memorize <laughs> <this> <laughs> song. Then <laughs> i'm like oh, i'll skip intro <laughs> never mind <laughs> Okay, now okay. we're back. Now Zach back to is. Did I hit my nose?
0: No, not I can hear time.
1: You. <laughs> so, Zach is like they're walking back into back onto the platform, and Zach is like, "I've never heard screams like that before." He's very clearly spooked. Um, honestly, all of them are pretty spooked. Not Hodgins. Hodgins is like, oh. Remember The Shining? Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. that axe attack. It was so yes. great. Like, what? No. Um, Cam comes in and she has a bag of dirt, dirt in it. <laughs> it looks like, which obviously Hodgins wants to see. That's what
0: I wrote. Cam comes in and gives Hodgins a bag of dirt. <laughs> okay, good.
1: We both <laughs> thought it was dirt. That's great. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. We also learned the victim had no drugs in his body when he died. Yeah. um, Which was confusing to Hodgins because he had found some writings Mm -hmm. inside Graham's backpack that sound like they would come from someone who was on drugs. So things like Maggie came again, calling me and they will scream for air, but their lungs (laughs) will fill with blood. Yeah. Oh my God. No,
0: it's all very dramatic then so cam dramatic. offers to do it yeah cam offers to do another talk screen just to be sure and then brendan's like okay guys okay i'll be the rational <laughs> one here she's basically over it she thinks everybody's like crazy
1: oh my god the how she walks out of the room absolutely killed me though
0: Well, she says, first of all, they find a break in one of the legs, so it's like a break from when they were younger, so therefore they would have had some kind of medical record, perhaps a cast, they would have some kind of ID that way, so finally. They're getting closer to identifying the victim. And so she takes off her gloves and starts walking away. And she says, Zach, be sure to uh, surround the remains with garlic and do some kind of chanting to ward off the whatever kind of dark souls. And Zach's like, what? Really? And she's really? like, should I do that?
1: She's <laughs> like, you guys are dumb. <laughs> okay. But she has been through that voodoo case. But she doesn't believe in it. She still doesn't believe in it. But that was grounds enough for her to at least like acknowledge. She proved, she proved it. It wasn't real, though. I in guess that so. Episode plus, she had
0: no problem with the religion. She had no problem with them believing That's all true. that stuff. It's not about and this. That. Isn't the
1: same as voodoo? <laughs> no, all.
0: this is pure
1: like supernatural. So yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't like supernatural. Okay, fair. Do you want to talk about the person we're meeting, Will Hastings?
0: Yeah, so next we're in uh, Booth's office. Okay, I don't want to get too caught up, but did he? We meet the victim's brother, or we're there to confirm if we've identified this person based on x-rays of a broken leg. Yes. Am I to believe that this person, the big brother of the victim, brought old x-rays in for her to compare
1: i doubt it it's probably like did he have an accident that would account for these injuries i think
0: but she's which could have been a a phone call she's got two x-rays looking at them and comparing them i don't know why i thought that it was just
1: her looking at the ones that she already had like where did she get the x-rays it must be it must be what you just said so
0: will brings x-rays like who
1: I How guess you, you keep those. those. They're
0: kind of cool to have. Like. I guess. But do you even get to keep them? I think the doctor usually has them. Yeah. But maybe in the States, because you have to pay for everything. Oh, maybe.
1: Then you get to keep them. Find well, that out. Google that shit. I'm gonna Google it. Well, you this keep guy your own x-rays. This guy's pretty interesting because okay. he immediately no. This guy (laughs) this guy will hastings (laughs) okay we confirm
0: regardless that it's definitely graham hastings yeah you look it up yes brennan confirms yes same guy i'm very sorry for your loss brennan sits down will sits down boosts across from them at his desk They're all talking. Apparently, we find out that Will's and Graham's parents died in a car accident. And rather than put Graham in foster care, he raised him himself at the age of 18. He and Brennan are completely hitting it off, having this like weird conversation. Brennan looks a little bummed, like when she hears that he raised his brother. And Will says to Brennan, well, it seems like you turned out okay. And Booth is sitting there watching all this happen. Like he's watching this interaction between
1: Brennan and Will. What? No, I'm just, you're saying he's watching the interaction. And I'm like, oh. But it seems, it's interesting. I don't think, I think he's like, he
0: knows what's happening. He's
1: watching it happen. Even though until this episode, I felt like Booth was enamored by Brennan in this episode when he's watching this interaction happening it's more of like a big brother like yo brennan watch out for this guy yeah he's a like little... that kind of attitude
0: yeah not like i, I like want that. you no no he's always like that he's always like really sus of these guys True. like she's kind of like eh, maybe
1: not kind of thing Booth well, watching, especially this after, thing, after that like jesse that.
0: guy Ugh. oh oh there's, there's the so worst. many of them so brennan and will are bonding and then uh finally booth chimes in and asks who graham might have been with the night that he was killed in the woods and we learn that graham was with his friends brian and laurie and then brian graham sorry sorry will had asked brian to participate in the search efforts after graham went missing and then brian refused to help refused to help search for his friend because he was so spooked out about what happened in the woods and then brennan goes oh do you do you have experience doing search and rescue and he goes oh yes i have a lot of experience i'm a firefighter so we learn that will is a firefighter in this moment okay what do you have to say so far
1: this guy's weird i don't know just the way that he like it, it seems all very nice like he looked after his brother because his parents died like blah 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 but i'm getting like a weird vibe from him i he has maybe such I'm a weird vibe oh my such god such a weird vibe he's so weird there's just something off about him
0: there's something so weird about this guy like he's he's so like how do I describe it? It's like someone who is auditioning for the part. He's like auditioning and he's acting very like kind of cardboardy and like, yes, I'm a it's like firefighter. Kind of, like, it's just yes,
1: exactly. Great. It's like very exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, no, he's weird.
0: <laughs> so cringy. So but bad. Brennan knows so how awful. to pick him. Listen. <laughs> anyway will seems really spooked by the woods as well so
1: yeah generally everyone agrees with britney um talking (laughs) about myself in the third person (laughs) the woods are creepy Mm. not a fan um zach and cam have a weird bonding moment in the next scene yeah where zach is they're talking about the case a lot of this a lot of this episode, the case doesn't really matter. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, case, case, case. And then she's like... I think it's kind of 50-50 actually. Like this scene, it doesn't matter what's going on with the case. But you're right. There are a lot of other scenes where, yeah, you should pay attention, but this one you can ignore. Um, But he, Zach asked Cam what it was like for her mother to come and visit her like was it yeah was it scary and she said no like i felt a lot of love when she came to visit me and even though brendan says it's impossible like what do you think and do you think that that would be nice if you had the same experience and he's like well yeah maybe i would find it to be to be nice but i'm not sure he's very kind of like I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I think the way he said it was like,
0: it would be wonderful if it were true. You know, it'd be nice. If it were if that true. Was... Yeah. But I, this is where I was like, geez, Cam's really open about this whole ghost
1: thing. Yeah. Maybe it's because of all the um, time she's spending with uh, Booth.
0: Maybe. Anyway, Hodgins walks in and we learn here there is a bunch of iron from an
1: old axe. Somewhere. Yeah. Which then (laughs) Zach starts like hitting stuff because they're trying to figure out what weapon it is and it's not a machete. Which I thought we had already concluded that we thought it was an axe, or I guess they were speculating it was an axe. Yeah, but they have to like
0: test them all to make sure. But yeah. yeah, so Zach starts hitting some kind of hard thing with different types of weapons to see the impact. And then Hodgins gets very excited about this and starts joining in and hitting things. And Cam's yeah. like, uh, see
1: you later. Like, I'm out of here. Thanks. Yeah. Well, let me end up with our car, Our next car scene.
0: That whole scene was dumb, by the way. I just want to say. Oh, right yeah. Now, the scene that we just had. It was so shoehorned necessary. in to yeah. put, to give these people paychecks. It was like, come on, guys.
1: <laughs> it was just kind of completely unnecessary. This next scene, however, is pretty important because uh, we gotta meet our quota of cringy moments between Booth and Brennan in this episode. Brennan is way overthinking her interaction with Will. And we find out that she has coffee planned with him, but she keeps thinking about what her life would have been like if Russ had stepped up and had taken care of her instead of her ending up in foster care. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, pretty dark And I'm sure she's thought of this before. Why is it dark? She was reconciling. I don't know. I feel like she's just, it's, these are very like negative thoughts, which I I don't see her having that. I'm
0: with Booth. It's normal to speculate. And she's like, this is all a fantasy. It's so stupid. But then he's like, well, your life wouldn't be this way. I mean, Your brother's like a petty thief and criminal, so maybe you wouldn't have turned out as well as you did. Maybe
1: it's... Yeah, she starts out very much like, Russ should have taken care of me. I wonder what that would have been like. And by the end of this car ride, or what the part we see of it, she's like, you know, yeah, you're right, Booth. Maybe it worked out for the best. She kills me, though. She has no filter whatsoever. Somehow, she like is able to pivot the conversation to be like well you know like i'm gonna go to coffee for coffee with this will guy see how things go but like people need connections and like i need to go for coffee with this guy because maybe we'll make a connection and you know you have cam and this if he were drinking coffee i think booth would have spit it all over the car (laughs) he was like "Uh, you and i uh, have very different uh, ideas about the scene no okay you need to tell me what you think.
0: She brings she... up the whole thing with Booth and Cam, And she's yeah. just wondering why he didn't tell her. Like, why didn't you bring it up and tell me about it? And I'm with Brennan. Like... It is weird. She tells him everything. Like, he knows everything about her life. And she's very honest about everything. And... Is this this isn't where they had the weird conversation? The weird one goes after, but it's just
1: <laughs> the weird one is really weird.
0: <laughs> I liked I liked how she was like she told him she knew about the whole cam thing without being yeah. crazy. Like, oh, why didn't you tell me? Like, she just was very like you know we all need connection. Just like she's very matter of fact about yeah, very it. matter of fact
1: and not judgmental no and like we're partners so like we should share each other we should share our lives with each other and tell each other about our lives yes he just doesn't know how to respond because i don't think he knows why he hasn't told her yeah well so but because he's like tripping over himself Mm
0: -hmm. she's like
1: oh i'm so sorry booth i thought i forgot that you're so self-conscious talking about sex (laughs) yes yes oh my god anyway i just thought that was it was a bit of a filler scene but I liked it. I thought it. it was kind of funny. Yeah. Should we talk about Brian and Booth? Yes. Yeah, so Booth arrives at the school
0: to talk with Graham's friend Brian, who was in the woods with him the night that Graham died. And we learned that Graham told Brian that he had had dreams about this Maggie Cinders witch and claimed that Maggie was talking to him and he wanted to do this documentary. Anyway, it was all whatever. And Brian tells Booth that Lori freaked out and fall- he followed her and took her to safety. And he thought that Bra- Graham had left them because so- he couldn't find Graham anywhere. Yeah. And then Brian tells Booth that Lori checked herself into a psych ward, is what we find out about the other person. Brian, how do we feel about Brian at this moment?
1: He seems like he is high as a kite, first oh. of all. Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. To me, he seems like he is like he's been vaping marijuana all day. (laughs) Really? Okay. But I think he's just, he seems nervous to talk to Booth, which is interesting. But also at the same time, seems like he wants to be forthcoming with whatever he needs. He just really doesn't want to go back in the woods. I
0: wasn't sure about this character at this point. I was like, yeah at this point i was just like i just thought he was just like a dumb kid Mm -hmm. and i thought the actor was man kind of at the beginning by the end of the episode i kind of liked him i was like okay he he is a good it's the actor came around and really made him a full like fully realized person hi (laughs) mark hi mark (laughs) But let's move on to the more important
1: Yes Witness. The scariest scene of all time. <laughs> oh my God. Oh you my thought god. it was scary? This was I horrible. So hard. You did? Oh my god, how? <laughs> I laughed and laughed. Um, so Lori checked herself into the psych ward, so that's where we are now, the psychiatric hospital. And for some reason they're sitting outside in the courtyard, uh, chatting. Her and her and booth. Yes and from the get-go like the first like two sentences she says i'm like oh she seems like she's doing great no problems whatsoever and then he brings up the woods
0: she's been there for a while like i wrote in my notes yeah she's been here she checked herself in after the incident in november been in there for a while
1: (laughs) well i realized that by the end why she was there because oh my god um, she does not know that Graham is dead because we're just finding this out now anyway. Um, and she's seems to have lost track of time and is saying, like, Graham's the only one who can make things right. He's just a little lost, but don't worry, he'll be back. And and when he's back, he's gonna make sure that I'm safe and like all good. And at this point, I'm like, Okay, <laughs> we find out that she is his girlfriend yeah um which was interesting but then she starts whispering about it because other girls get jealous so they keep it a secret yeah like something is just not really right with her and it just absolutely sets her off when when booth starts implying and she realizes that Graham is no longer alive yeah so she starts freaking out about Maggie, this legend. Maggie, 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 and she starts screaming how there was so much blood that Grant that Maggie's coming. And she's like, run, Graham, run. And just like is losing her shit. I can barely keep my eyes open because I'm terrified. I can barely look at the screen. Kelly's laughing at it. I'm sorry, it was my so good no what was your <laughs> take on it? i mean it's so funny i'm like oh my god Holy no, her shit.
0: Whole, as soon as she finds out that graham's dead she her whole face changes she turns into yeah. like like a crazy you know, what's person her, what's her face uh the woman uh linda blair from the exorcist that's it oh that's how she looks she looks kind of like linda blair and she her whole face changes and she goes fucking ballistic freaking Insane. out screaming she's having like a total episode oh and these gosh. orderlies have to come and get her and I was I wrote in my notes I was like I'd hope I'd be doing a lot better than this after if, being, in, after there being in the psych ward for that long <laughs> yeah. like I was like wow she's, uh, she's really disconnected so she's not yeah. <laughs> she's definitely her tether is not very strong not great. I thought it was just funny how she was like, she's being all creepy. Like, we have to keep it a secret, and yeah. like,
1: he's going to come for me and save me. And blah, oh my blah. god, this is why you can watch horror movies and I can't. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah,
0: this is so, I scary. Think it's
1: so funny. She's like crazy. She went crazy, and oh Booth god, is so her- spooked. Booth oh, is
0: spooked. both, and I'm like, Booth. Like you're an FBI agent. Like, haven't you seen? Like, oh, there's God. people. It was so anyway, bad. it's crazy.
1: It was so scary. Booth is totally freaked out. He goes back to the lab and was explaining in detail to Brennan. Yeah. About how like creepy this was and how Lori yeah. insists that there is a witch in the woods and Brennan is like, keep your voice on Booth. Like, you can't let people. Keep it on the DL. Know that Don't you're. Tell like, people. Yeah, he's just scared. Like... She's like, don't tell anybody. And
0: he's like, it was like The Exorcist or you know Nightmare on Elm Street. And she's like, what are you talking about? So she doesn't know The Exorcist, okay? There's no way. There's no way. There's Even absolutely the no way that the guy that she dated at the in season one that she hit with the television the the baseball bat, the psychiatrist, there's no way that that guy in the first month they were dating didn't sit her down and force her to watch that movie
1: it's totally true or
0: her her professor oh ew (laughs) who knows what he was
1: doing michael styers
0: seriously um i saw the the exorcist when i was really young just say this how old were you when you saw the exorcist
1: much older that was another one i saw in university
0: no, I saw it when I was like less than 10 years old, probably like eight, seven or eight. Did you pee the bed for a year after? No, my friend Tracy and I it was on television. It was a television event. You know, they're gonna okay. show it on TV. This is way back, way back.
1: Not that far back,
0: I remember those. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> 1980. And we uh, we were like, Hee-hee-hee. we were. I, I was having a sleepover at my friend Tracy's tracy cole and um yeah we watched the exorcist together on tv
1: my god i watched the ring with my friend when we were in grade seven which i guess you're 12 then yeah and i was because her mom like just let us do whatever she didn't care she was doing those are the best
0: kind of friends
1: (laughs) i don't (laughs) think i slept for like a week
0: like I watched the phone
1: rang at the end and we, we jumped. Probably
0: screamed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, What it'd be funny if you timed it. So somebody actually
1: called you like right at that time. Um, oh, literally that's what happened.
0: Oh, okay. And we, it was uh, by
1: accident, but still how old
0: I think I was grade six or seven when I watched Nightmare on Elm street for the first time. Oh my God. I can't. That Maybe, was fun. You know
1: Maybe that's the secret. Maybe you got to introduce it early so that you're less of a scaredy cat. Now I can't, I like, I can't, I'm like, Oh my God. Like this episode, I was like, together, <laughs> so that you makes are 32 laugh. years old. <laughs> oh my
0: God. This episode made me laugh so much.
1: Anyway, this part makes me laugh so, so much because they walk onto the, onto the platform. Yes. And Zach is like, Hey, like there's some damage here. Then they talk about the bones and Brennan is like, hey, <laughs> guess what, everybody? They talked about the bones. <laughs> they talked about the bones on bones. Um, then Brennan's like, hey, Zach, lay down for a second.
0: Yeah. Proceeds
1: to drag him by his one arm as they describe that. Not till he asks her face down or face up. <laughs> face down. Do you want me to lay Only <laughs> totally keen. Down face up? Like, yeah, sure, no problem. Anything you want. Love to do it. Just give me a PhD when we're done. Uh, uh, um she like is describing how the victim must have been dragged in this way and that's how they got their injuries and i'm like is zach getting injured right now oh this my doesn't God. seem great she's literally dragging him across the floor of the lab um yeah not well great, they determined that they he was dragged
0: post-mortem that
1: was the yes. whole point yes. that is an important very important detail um and then otherwise we find out a couple other small details Booth is waiting to hear back from the psych ward because for some reason he wants to go talk to Lori again, even though I'm thinking like, what is he going to get from that? Yeah, well, there's that. But he, I guess what Brennan
0: decides because he was dragged to the grave, she thinks that with Hodgins' help, they can find out where he was actually
1: murdered before he was placed in the grave and maybe even find his skull. Yeah. Because it, as the body was dragged, it would have picked up particulates the whole all along the way. Exactly. Which is so cool. Hodgins has the coolest job out of all of them. Okay. Um, are you going to say this part? You can say it.
0: Just that she offers to Booth to ask Will about Lori's
1: relationship with Graham when she goes on her coffee date. It seems so inappropriate that she would be going on this date while they have an active case going. No, but listen.
0: He discourages her. Exactly. So Booth discourages yeah. her from going on the date because they're investigating his brother's murder. But yeah. didn't he encourage her in the car not to like in the two scenes ago?
1: Yeah, kind of. She asked
0: him. She's like, I'm going to go for coffee. And he's like, OK.
1: Yeah.
0: So here's my theory. Yes. One of those scenes. Wasn't supposed to be in here oh because you could have cut out one of those from the other and it wouldn't have affected anything like maybe not the dragging part but i think the car conversation the last part.
1: yeah like the, those where, two she, sentences.
0: where she brings up will she brings up cam because there's another thing that happens later
1: yes or no it happens
0: here it happens here i apologize where he, she, sorry, I apologize. So Booth discourages her from going on the date. And she says, This is where I thought, I think these scenes were not meant to be in the show. The car scene when she brings up Cam, and then when she brings up Cam here, because as she's walking away from Booth from telling him she's going to go have a coffee. She goes, it's okay, Booth. I can compartmentalize. And he looks at, Cam, she looks at Cam approaching them and she looks at Booth and goes, just like you can. Oh, you remember I that? totally read
1: that. Yeah. I read that completely different. I, I think read that, one like, of those weren't still... supposed to be in there. Yeah. That would make more sense. I kind of just thought that that was like kind of a nod to the conversation that they had earlier, but I could see that being like, that duplicated... would have been funnier if they hadn't talked about it in the
0: car and she drops the bomb on him that she knows that they're that would have been together because his face his face was so funny when she said that yeah he smiled he was like kind of like okay you got me he was
1: like you got me brennan kind of blows past cam after she says that though Well, she's not close enough, though. Cam's walking towards them. But Cam is trying to present some new facts to them that the blood on the trees, like those hanging eye things on the trees, is not human. But she's like, okay, bye. I'll be back soon. Gotta go on my date. (laughs) Which was such an awkward date. Like, he's, like, admiring her and, like... They talk about what kind of music they like. Apparently, Snow Patrol and Ah! Leonard—those are his two, his two uh, options. I'm like, what? Um, I thought Brennan makes a comment in this scene that her social skills are very limited, and that's why she takes things so literally when he says them. I don't think that that's true. I don't think she's always playing this like, oh my, I'm so socially stupid, but. I don't think she's that socially stupid. No, at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like they're kind of just shooting the shit, and then she's like, "Hey, was Lori dating Graham?" Yeah, he's like, "Well, yeah, but like, I felt pretty bad for her because she, basically she was getting cheated on all the time." Um, but somehow Graham was like a playboy, and he. Was able to make sure that none of these girls found out about each other. Yeah, he was a player. He was a big player, and then makes the comment, "Oh, don't worry, it doesn't run in the family." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this guy's laying it on way too thick." And then, sorry, she. I was listening. Like, Wait.
0: Oh yeah! No no no! Oh yeah! This is his face after she says.
1: He looks over, like really.
0: I can compartmentalize. <laughs> Oh. he was like he's like okay mm-hmm. mea culpa you got uh, me
1: that's funny all right um, sorry anyway, long story short we the only thing that we get out of the scene is that two things will is super yes. weird and uh his brother graham had a girlfriend yes Lori, but he was cheating like crazy on her because he's a player brennan suddenly stands up and is like wait i need to go and Make some comment about some musician she's going to show him next oh, time. Listen, he's like, Oh, do you, is it something I said? Do I offend
0: you? She's like, Is it something I said? She goes, Yeah, maybe, but it's because he's inspired her to look into something further. The case, yeah, and you know, did I offend you? Then she turns around and says, Have you heard of a band called Massive Attack?
1: <laughs>
0: There's no Doesn't way, answer the question. There's no way. That this guy, Will, a firefighter, has never heard of massive attack.
1: (laughs) It's like how she doesn't know about Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: That's insane to me.
1: Have you heard of Snow Patrol? Ah, yes. Actually, that's how I first learned about Ed Sheeran. Because we went to, my friend and I went to a Snow Patrol concert. And he actually opened for them before he was famous really it was so cool he was like he was way better than snow patrol (laughs) like so we were talking about him and then when he like got famous we were like oh my god we saw him and it didn't cost us a million dollars yeah um yeah should we talk a little bit about playing massive attack in the background and Hodgins oh there we go
0: It's very ambient oh I have heard them I know this song of course you have here's another one this is famous Anyway, Snow Patrol, whatever, Um, that's Massive Attack I just played, but anyway, Uh, yes, let's get to the real reason we're all here for the reason for the season of this episode. Okay. Yes. Back at the lab, Angela is watching, (laughs) Angela's watching the video (laughs) again and playing music really loud. And I couldn't figure out who she was listening to. There's a camera that approaches her from behind, really slowly. Her room is really dark. A hand reaches out and touches her shoulder and she screams really loud. It's Hodgins. Hodgins scared the shit out of her. She's so mad at him for scaring her to death.
1: And it made me laugh
0: so hard. I love it. Oh yeah, same.
1: Finally, we both laughed at the right moment. (laughs) same time
0: I thought it was so funny the way she screamed I was like wow Michaela Conlon's a good screamer
1: she is a good screamer (laughs) she like I guess because I was watching this episode in the dark. I don't know what it was but like I was like (laughs) what is she doing (laughs) and then I clued in I was like oh yeah she's watching those videos still all good oh my god you're so funny oh my god I just have been dying Mm -hmm. For these moments with Angela and Hodgins, since they had in the last episode, if we remember, Hodgins had a very traumatic experience in that at the end of that episode, Angela says that she's happy to stay with him. To help him work through what he's going through, because he's obviously very traumatized.
0: Question. Yes. He went to her house, right? Oh, yes no I, I
1: thought no i think she said i'll stay with you no no you should come stay with me yes right, right, hers. Right. okay so this is very important okay yeah, it is important very important so there so he's like okay let's watch together i got you yeah. they're kind of like she holds to his hand. Well, no, he we has.
0: Have... She explains that she's playing music really loud so she doesn't have to listen to all the Sorry, screaming I'm just very in the video. About what happens. I know. <laughs> Everybody, they hold hands and get all cuddly. It's fine. Is that is so cute. It's so Because Hodgins says, <laughs> "Sorry, we got to go through all the video again because I'm looking for this particular stand of trees of these like eastern. El- no, that's not right. Hemlock. Where are my notes? It's hemlock.
1: The Eastern Hemlock?
0: Yes. Eastern Hemlock. So he's looking for these this particular kind of tree. Yes. So they have to watch all these scary videos together. And she ends up getting all scared. And they start watching the video. She gets all creeped out again. And she reaches out to Hodgins. And he's eating it up. And he gets all handsy. He's got his hand around her shoulder, and he's
1: holding her close. It's so cute. It's like they're at it's the movies. So cute, and she loves it. She's oh. like, she's not pushing him away in the slightest. No, There's no uh, friend zoning him. He's eating no. it up. As are yep. we. It's yes, wonderful. Yes. I love every minute. Brittany loves okay. it more than I do. Of course, I do. I'm
0: Team Hodgins. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Booth and Brennan are in the bone room, our favorite room. And then Brennan tells Booth that Graham had a lot of girls, girls, girls. It was all about those girls, girls, girls. Okay. This scene is so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. And then Booth's like, what would you do if you found out someone was cheating on you all over the place? And she says, oh, that's your territory. And he goes, why? Because of the cheating? And she goes, no,
1: because of psychology. <laughs> and then it turns out that zach has been there the whole time Listen, between them she <laughs> says and then she
0: says he's being really touchy because he's skulking around is it because of all your skulking around and then oh yeah zach pops up out of nowhere he's like what are you guys talking about and Booth's like none of your business and zach's like yeah but i'm like right here man like i'm like, right literally here in between you <laughs> i'm like standing here Listening to you talk and you're not telling me what's going on. Oh my and god! And then he's giving him like the hairy eyeball, and Zach's like, "Okay, I won't ask any more questions."
1: <laughs> you scare me.
0: <laughs> oh my it. god! That was
1: so funny. It was so funny. Then they get into business. I guess we have to like make way with them, and make some headway with this case. So we figure out we're thinking that this the attacker must have been. A relatively powerful person. Yeah. Cam comes in is they're saying, well, it couldn't have been Lori because she was little. And then Cam comes in and says, Well, it might have been Lori because she was on PCP. And so they're like, okay, if she's on drugs, then yeah, maybe she could be stronger. But don't forget, Graham was 5'10 and 176 pounds. So it would take quite a bit of strength to overcome someone of that size. Yeah. Um So basically they're kind of at this point where they're like, okay, yeah, it could have been Lori, but maybe we need to figure out if Brian knew anything about there being drugs there and that maybe Lori would have been on these psychedelic drugs. It's kind of, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. They got to talk to Brian again. They're like, got to get more information out of this guy because Brennan really doesn't think it's Lori. She's too small. She'd have to be really strong. Like regardless of how many drugs she'd taken, you know, uh, she'd have to be so.
1: Yeah. To 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 overpower him. Yeah. She would have had to take it by surprise. Probably. It just doesn't really add up to them. So they're like, okay, let's talk to Brian. Yeah. Figure it was going on. We're missing some information. Kelly needs to tell us about Nate, Brian and Booth. Booth shows up in the, wherever, the school, where they're
0: looking at this movie. Brian's watching a movie with his, we find out his professor, Nate Gibbons. Anyway, I call him the prof from hell because I hate this guy. I think he's a huge (laughs) douchebag. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure the actor is very nice. I'm just saying this character is absolutely terrible. And they're watching this film. Booth walks in and... Brian's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's when I, I actually kind of liked Brian. The way he said it was like, what do what you, why are you here again? Like, he just didn't, he's so dumb. He's so dumb. And Booth's like, don't you want to know what happened to your friend Graham? Like, what's your problem, kid? Regardless, uh, Booth asks what they're watching. So apparently, Nate and Brian have this movie that they're editing together that apparently Brian wrote that's a modern take on the Gilgamesh story Nate is super proud because Brian got into Sundance with this independent film then Booth basically tells Nate to leave I says, okay I gotta, I gotta talk to Brian by himself that's nice I, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I had my little chat with you I asked yeah. you what you were doing I was nice now you can leave bye bye so then Booth sits down with uh, Brian and they he tells Brian that they have evidence that Lori was on drugs and then Brian is really this is like I said, the tables turn for me with Brian at this moment because he was very like adamant that it wasn't Lori, Lori didn't. do Oh, yeah. It. Um, yeah, he seems like really spooked, very spooked at this
1: point when he was talking. Because at this point in this episode, I'm like, okay, I have no idea who killed this guy. Like, yeah. Maybe it's someone we haven't met yet. Like, no one to me is a suspect, like, seeming like a suspect. Yes. But when he's talking about how it wasn't Lori, as he was saying that, I was like, wait, was it not Lori because you did it? Like, I thought he was going to admit that he had killed Graham. And then he really? didn't. That wasn't how it was meant to be at all. But, like, for like a split second, I was like, is he the killer (laughs) did i miss something here
0: i didn't Um, get that at
1: all i was like i just got it for like a split second and then he was kind of like i don't know basically saying there was someone else out there that night it couldn't have been her i'm certain of it like and then he was kind of convincing but there was a split second that i was like yeah okay now maybe i have a suspect in my mind because as we're watching these episodes i'm always like that guy did it yeah no maybe that guy (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's that other guy um anyway sorry don't be why are you
0: sorry let's go back to the lab (laughs) where hodgins and angela are having private horror screening Anyway, they're in Angela's office still looking at these horrible videos and they're watching it. And Hodgins says, hey, you know, they're, we're supposed to be looking out for these uh, eastern hemlocks. It's more effective with when your eyes are open, Angela, because Angela is absolutely like her eyes are closed. She's got her head down. She's fully like leaning into Hodgins. She's so You're cuddling she goes." Pure cuddling, and she's like, "I don't want to know it. I I know what happens next. I don't want to see it again." She's like, <laughs> 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 "He knows exactly what's going to happen next in the video, oh. and she doesn't want to see it anyway." It's really, really funny. And then Hodgins says, "Hey, wait! I think I see them." So then Angela suddenly starts paying attention, and she starts looking at the video, and she goes, "Hey, wait a minute!" Like she notices something in the video, and Hodgins is like. Oh, look all these you know characteristics and yeah. all these things and he's like oh that's it you found it i love your
1: eyes for the second she was looking <laughs> she's like oh now that you're making me look <laughs> i found exactly what you're looking for angela is a genius okay stop it she is sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> i'm just you know i'm just rousing her because i'm a little disappointed i didn't get to see a drawing this time <laughs>
0: Hey, you always have my drawing that oh my I God, put on they social they kill me. Media. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Listen. Like the squiggly. I will never stop. I will never stop. Please don't. Stop. I
1: love it. It's, it's so funny. It's the same
0: one. I use it every time in my all my videos. The same sketch.
1: <laughs> it kills me. Like I find it so funny every single time you post it. Okay. <laughs> it does help. Because not only does she find the trees, but she also yes. uh, they discover that um, Lori has a watch on, and yeah. so we know that at that point of the video, it was exactly two thirty seven in the morning. Oh my gosh. So they're able to. He's like, "This is perfect. I know exactly what the time was. I know that there were these trees there, so I can figure out the exact latitude, latitude and longitude just from, like." the moon positioning basically at that time I was like what Hodgins you're a genius amazing now go back to cuddling Angela I just
0: realized how much more is going to happen this episode
1: oh my god yeah we're on episode we're on scene 16 of 28
0: this is where I wrote in my notes after he says he's going to figure out the latitude and longitude I was like wow really pays to be a nerd i seriously
1: <laughs> it does seriously <sighs> this is the weirdest episode in that like things don't progress that quickly and then from here about around this point to the end of the episode it's like bam 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 bam. it's crazy it does things right after
0: another this is insane so next we're back in the woods Because we found the Grove of Hemlock and Brennan and Booth and this local cop, Ranger, I couldn't figure out what
1: his job was. Ranger
0: Edison. He's with them there again. Anyway, they found this Graham skull, which is crazy. They found an axe and they found a bunch of dried blood on a tree. And then the cop slash (laughs) Ranger shows them that they found another skull. Ba-ba-ba-ba. So they go back to the lab. What happens at the lab? I love the scene with Booth, with Brendan and Zach sitting next to each other, looking at skulls together. It's so cute.
1: It's so classic. I love it. Classic, classic bones. I love it. They're looking at these skulls because they have now Graham's skull and then this mystery skull. Um, And they're trying to figure out some, basically trying to figure out the cause of death. Obviously, beheading comes to mind. But mm-hmm. they o- all, they both appear to have been killed with a blow to the head before they were decapitated. Yeah. Um, but Brennan points out that it's very interesting that it looks like there's some new growth that this person had underwent something called trepanation. Which right, the was... other skull,
0: that's not Graham's. Yes. Is, dates back to like the 1700s The 1700s. Hundreds. It's a woman in her 30s, and they figure out, Brennan mentions that it Underwent trepanation.
1: Yeah, so this trepanation is what they would do to to women who were suspected of witchcraft. So mm. at this point, it's looking a lot like this is the lost head because they never found Maggie Cinders' head. Um, it's looking like it could be Maggie Cinders. hodgins is very excited by this. He actually He's at one so point so excited, <laughs> so excited. Well, he potentially is getting laid outside of work I love this scene
0: with Hodgins is so funny because he's there and he goes by the way the axe they found was definitely the one used to kill Graham or was used on Graham Angela's over by her little computer and she's like working on a face for the woman and then Brennan goes what are you doing that for it's not going to help our case it's so useless and then what does Hodgins say
1: Hodgins is like come on let the kids have some fun mom (laughs)
0: That's when I was like, wow, that guy is getting laid. Oh, for sure.
1: Happy, loosey goosey. He's happy. I have not heard about um, the Illuminati once in this episode. He's really (laughs) relaxed,
0: I'm telling you.
1: So chill for someone who probably has very complex PTSD from the uh, situation he just went through. Although we never know how much time has passed in between episodes, I guess.
0: None. Zero.
1: I guess possibly he's doing fine now, but we find out something very interesting in the next scene. Booth comes into Brennan's office. Yeah. And it turns out that those weird ramblings that Hodgins had found on the back of um, some papers that they found in Graham's backpack um, actually were written on the other side of a screenplay that he was writing. Yes. And it wasn't just any screenplay. It was a modern day take on the Gilgamesh story. Yes. Which was exactly the same story that Brian Andrews was using for his film. So he had actually stole uh, Brian had stole Graham's screenplay. Yes. And so now at this point that small thought I had for a minute that he was the killer is now really pushing forward in my mind.
0: What do you know about Gilgamesh?
1: literally nothing okay <laughs> do you know anything
0: not really i feel dumb i guess i know that Why? it's well because it seems like an important thing to know i think i know that it's like one of the oldest pieces of literature ever of all time basically
1: it's like the, one of the oldest stories ever told that's more than i know i know virtually nothing about it but i
0: don't know what it's about
1: well, and any,
0: any, I mean, ultimately, every story has been told already. And a modern take on Gilgamesh would be like pretty much anything because anything, everything's derivative of Gilgamesh.
1: It recounts the exploits of Gilgamesh, king of Uruk. I feel like I said that wrong. You are UK. <laughs> we learned about his overwhelming power, his friendship with Enkidu. Oh, this is bad. And his quest for <laughs> eternal life. We also read of a great flood that devastated the region. Oh, it's they're saying that it basically
0: influenced the Bible. Yeah. Like the Garden of Eden and all these things, like the stories in the Bible, Ecclesiastes, Noah's Flood, biblical parallels, like like tons of parallels between Gilgamesh and the Bible. Huh. So interesting. interesting
1: so interesting okay where were we hmm. let's take a look i think that we gotta go and talk to brian who now is in the fbi interrogation room
0: okay because this they have
1: probable cause to arrest so funny
0: him. to me what brennan says to him because booth starts interrogating brian he throws down the pages of the screenplay and goes hey look what we found brian <laughs> asks where they found them brennan says Oh, they were in Graham Hastings' backpack right next to his murdered body. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the murdered body. She's like She's so... so funny. <laughs> I love it. She has so much attitude in this in this episode, oh, actually.
0: I loved it. So Booth accuses Brian of killing Graham. But Brian profusely denies it. This kind of endeared me to him more in this scene. Yeah. Because of the way that he comes clean about taking the screenplay, he basically says that you know it had been a few months since he had disappeared, since Graham was missing, and it was the professor suggested that maybe he could take the screenplay as his own. And isn't listen, that sad? <laughs> it's terrible, first of all, and the fact is, Brian is a child. He's a kid. He's young. Yeah, he's what twenty, twenty-one, 21. years old. Yeah of course he's going to listen to his professor his professor seems like a cool dude which he is not i'm just gonna No, he's a huge douchebag he (laughs) is not cool okay
1: (laughs) no he's the worst
0: but he also tells them that at the night of the incident he saw laurie covered in blood and he knew it wasn't her blood. And he was trying to protect her by telling her to like, he got rid of her clothes and stashed them somewhere and got her out of there. Cause he was worried that she'd done something.
1: Yeah. This, it sounds like, so I initially, when we met her, I thought her mental health had deteriorated because of that incident, but it sounds like she wasn't doing too well before that either. So that's why he had thought that she may have done something.
0: I wonder how much like taking drugs like that would trigger, you know, psychosis of some kind. Oh,
1: probably, especially if you have some, especially if you have like a genetic predisposed, um, you know, mental health condition to it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That could make a huge difference. I would and think. you know what?
0: Fuck that guy for dosing her like any oh if God, I yeah. if somebody did that to me, like I'm a person who's been sober a long time. And if somebody gave me drugs or alcohol without telling me. Yeah. What a horrible experience. And it's not just you wouldn't know what's going either. on. You'd be like, yeah. what's happening to me? I didn't do anything
1: like exactly. And like, oh God. It's not just any drugs. Like we're talking about. they hallucinogens, man. She's literally Jesus. tripping. and tripping Has no balls. idea. Tripping balls. Oh my god! So, okay. ultimately, we find like yeah. By the end of this scene, I'm like, Team Brian. He didn't do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, oh, like you said, like by the end of the scene, it, it. I do like him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, this poor guy. I
0: like the way he said like. Yes. I took the screenplay. Like he was totally completely honest. Yeah. I yeah, like at no that. No point
1: was I, I didn't think he was shady at all. Like at, at no point was I like, what is this guy trying to hide?
0: And you know what? Ultimately, if you took someone's screenplay after they died, that's fine. As long as you yeah. give them credit, give the family some money. Like, you know, there's no reason not to share the abundance, you know? Yep.
1: hundred percent. Well, Oh my it's God. Nate's Booth is a disaster in this scene.
0: We have to talk about this because I liked Booth at the beginning of this.
1: (laughs) This is the
0: turning point. Well, go. What happens?
1: Oh my God. So, first of all, Booth is driving with his cell phone. I know it's 2006, but like, Put your phone down every time you see have this. I'm like, baby, come on! Oh my god! Like, put it on speakerphone or something. Anyway, so he's talking to Lou, which I think is the ranger. Is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I I'm assuming that it was. So he's talking to this guy Lou, who I think is the ranger. But I'm, I'm not one hundred percent sure. I'm gonna look it up. And <laughs> he's basically ripping into this guy like, "Don't worry." You'll be fine if you if you thought you were gonna like I knew it was gonna get you you should have known it was gonna get cold when the sun goes down, but I need you to find Lori's clothing. And if you're complaining about it, well maybe you should have brought a blanket. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> like hangs up the phone and is like, what? He was being a baby like to, to Brennan because Brennan's looking at him like, Are you kidding me? Um anyway. <laughs> so they kind of go no that's lou is not the, the, Ranger. the ranger's name oh, it's not the ranger's name is doug oh okay i just assumed his name was lou edison <laughs> so some other fbi agent i guess mm-hmm. um brennan basically says to him listen you've been really touchy lately and it turns out i guess he's been thinking this whole time about why he didn't tell her about camp, and he can't figure out why. Which is kind of what we were talking about before—that that's mm-hmm. why he was being so weird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he goes into this whole thing about how, like, maybe he felt that he couldn't tell her because they're partners, and like because they're partners, like, even though she's a girl, that they they don't have that type of relationship. It's like it's like he's a guy, like she's a guy. I was like where is he going with this so she basically he's basically saying like you're my bro so yeah. we should be able to chat and she's like oh so like you're like a woman then so we're just having like a female female relationship mm. but he doesn't like that at all <laughs>
0: yeah he can call her a guy but she can't call him a woman a b this is not how it came off as for me like he no? doesn't know like i liked how at the beginning of that whole conversation he said he was very humble and said listen yeah. i'm sorry i didn't talk to you about this like he's 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 saying he's sorry like he should have it talked started to out good and then at like he was digging but then he was trying to hole. figure out his relationship with brennan he was saying yeah. listen I've never had a relationship like this, which I thought was very real. I thought, okay, this is a good start
1: and mature.
0: But then I think because he is attracted to Brendan. Oh yeah. And he cares about what she thinks of him. He's trying to talk himself out of it by comparing her to a guy like they're buddies, but they're not, they're not, they're not, they've never been bros. No. They've never been bros. Like, remember that time? This that crazy, died? intimate relationship. No, she's
1: almost died like three times, multiple already. times. And like so literally, many times. I was in tears as he rushed to her side. He saved her Polgar. so
0: many times. Yes,
1: and like he so clearly has feelings for her. Yes. And is trying to bury them because I feel 100%. like maybe he thinks it's not fair to Cam. No,
0: it's because oh my god, what a bad idea! Like, how could you sleep with your like everybody? I does? guess it. so like, listen, with your partner. People do it, believe me, I know. But yeah, but still, and it wouldn't surprise me if they've already slept together based on all this other stuff that's happened over time. But like, I think he just doesn't know how to
1: navigate this. how to handle the situation where he's dating someone else who she knows but, but she still not, has the feelings doesn't care. for her she's like, she doesn't have yeah. any I think she has feelings for him too at this point but I think but I don't think I, she's it's not in the same way. Like she's not jumping like I do think there's a tinge of jealousy towards Cam. Yes. But yes. I don't think either of them is ready at this point to commit to a relationship to each other, nor do I think it's a good idea at this point.
0: <sighs> anyway, so even I can't though believe you just said that. You've been you've been I like know. hammering to have them together and now you're like, It's fine. I've audience and Angela now. <laughs> Well, that then they the showrunners really did a number on you. They did so good. They absolutely, did exactly <laughs> what they were paid to do, which is yes. distract
1: you with this ridiculous relationship. <laughs> ridiculous! <laughs> my goodness, Kelly, take it back. Oh my god. Well, Booth is just oh my god. So he gets a, another call
0: from oh, lou
1: <laughs> and it turns out that they found the clothes and. Yeah booth is like oh good thing now you can come home before all the monsters get monsters get to you and he thought he was being hilarious but Lou hung up on him so. <laughs> that made me laugh but when he called like Brennan's go geez that was fast <laughs> it was fast like I'm pretty sure they've only driven like a block exactly. And this guy already found the clothes I love how help. she said that it was so funny it, it is true so campy. Um, I love it I guess that they did find like Angela or Hodgins had given some direction where they would find the clothes. Yeah. But like, it takes a while to walk into the woods anyway, that's fine. We don't need to fixate on that, but we're back in the lab in cams area of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've determined that the blood on the ax was from Graham. So confirmed that's the murder weapon. Yes. But Lori's clothes did not have human blood on them. It was actually blood from a cow. And what sound does the cow make mean? Ooh. Uh, ooh. God. <laughs> Has he seen a cow? Not in real life, but lots of pictures. <laughs> you should take him to Riverdale Farm. I'm dying to. Dying to. Like literally every weekend I'm like, let's go to Riverdale Farms. And then it doesn't work out. We need to it's a nice we'll place go. for our kids to go and see like farm animals and stuff. And it's stroller friendly but also like because wayne is walking like if you I go you should call me. me if i'm around i'll meet up with you oh this that'd be down so on the fun. street it's not far from me
0: you know are you serious well i'm at gerard and greenwood it takes me 10 minutes to drive there like oh my
1: it's god it's so cabbage close. town it's right there yeah oh i definitely want to go um yeah so maybe he can see a a cow in real life but so there was no blood on her clothes, which kind of is consistent with what Brendan was thinking that yeah. she could not have killed Graham. Right. Um, interestingly enough, turns out that other skull. Yeah. Not Maggie. Uh, it was actually just a skull from the medical school. Mm-hmm. And it turned seems they've kind of put together that someone had set up this like horror show, basically to mm-hmm. kill Graham. That's what it's looking like. Right. At this point though when Zach turns the skull over and like, oh I was doing all these markings and then I noticed this serial number. Is this not something we would notice from the get-go? How,
0: how long have <laughs> they had this fucking skull?
1: Like, <laughs> Angela put enough markers on there that she was reconstructing its face. Seriously.
0: Like, <laughs> I'm seriously, like, how many days have they had this skull? I'm like, come on, guys. I'm so
1: glad that we first not... thing I
0: would do because I mean, remember that pirate one? Yeah. Like they like, they've had dealt with this before. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame Brennan, on me. Brennan has a skull on her bookshelf yeah. and a dead mummy
1: <laughs> in her office. Like it happens. You would think that they would look at that first, but you know anyway, what? If that's I,
0: fine. When I die and I'm mummified or whatever, or I I probably get cremated, but whatever, maybe I won't, maybe I'll get mummified instead. So just so that 400 years from now, I could be in a forensic anthropologist's office. I would love that as a, in a glass
1: case. <laughs> could you imagine? That'd be pretty cool. This just Kelly says down the street from me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to come for a visit to see her bones. <laughs> I'm just saying
0: it would be cool to have like your remains like
1: on display. It'd it be would be cool, cool <laughs> to have like a purpose for them instead of just yeah. like sitting in the ground, I guess
0: exactly um sorry i
1: keep interrupting no you're good i just want you to talk about nate because i can't stand this guy
0: (laughs) i can't stand him either they bring him into the fbi fbi to interview him so booth's in there nate's upset because he feels like he's going to be late for his class and booth makes a really snide comment about oh well it's film class you just put on wedding (laughs) crashers and then nate's like you know it's there's more to film class than watching movies
1: (laughs) anyway (laughs) But all of yeah. all movies for him to choose. Regardless. Wedding Crashers. I know that's I so that funny. Hot up Time Machine. Like
0: not the not like The Exorcist, The Shining, any of no. the horror movies.
1: Yeah. Oh my God,
0: what's that? Oh, the this Bicycle guy is the Thief. Worst. I hate him. He's a douchebag. We learned through the interrogation that it was Nate that actually stole the skull that was found in the woods with Graham's. It's so convoluted. This whole thing is so convoluted. Like, yeah. how how many people are involved in this? It's just it's so many moving parts. It's crazy.
1: And also, just like, I'm still, okay, now I'm kind of thinking maybe this neat guy did it, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm like,
0: seems Why? unlikely.
1: But it's usually like, by now in the episode, I have a pretty good idea of so who the elaborate. Killer
0: is. Honey. When we find out who it is, this goes off the rails, regardless. Yeah. Nate. Yeah, so Booth accuses Nate of killing Graham at this point Um, in an effort to. uh, Anyway, Booth says he set up all the stuff in the woods to in an effort to sort of set Graham up and kill him so that they could steal his screenplay because he didn't want to. (laughs) because graham didn't want to involve nate in the production of it or in the process of shopping the screenplay around anyway i'm just going to say right now that this guy who plays nate was in the movie
1: blair witch project really
0: yes he was
1: i didn't realize that
0: well i'm telling you i I thought you would be you would react very differently but wait till I tell you something else later. Okay. Anyway, Nate's Nate's a douchebag. He asks for a lawyer.
1: Yeah. He like sits back. Like initially he's leaned forward, and then when he's like, "I'm entitled to an attorney, aren't I?"
0: He yes. leans
1: back. Like, hey, bitches. <laughs> guess who's gonna <laughs> shut up now? Because I need my lawyer present.
0: And listen, as much as I demonize this particular thing that. People ask for lawyers, they say they're guilty, whatever. It's not true. You should always ask always a lawyer. Whether you're guilty or not. You say a bloody word.
1: Oh. Especially if you're innocent, because you could say something like unintentionally that could really put you in a bad position. I've watched enough Law and Order. I'm ready. Honey, <laughs> so back at
0: the lab, we got Booth and Brennan. They're still speculating because, of course, Nate's got a lawyer now. They can't do anything; their hands are tied. Mm-hmm. So they're still speculating on what happened. Booth posits that Graham set up the whole horror scene himself in the woods, and then Brennan's like, "Yeah, sure. He chopped his own head off." Ha <laughs> ha! It started that. That made me laugh when she was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> "She's a little snide. Like she, she's a little." I love it. This episode I think it's
0: funny. I think it's funny. Booth it then goes funny. on to say. Was Booth say that perhaps Graham and Nate worked together. They set up the whole horror show. Then Nate saw an opportunity to get rid of Graham so he could steal the screenplay. Anyway, they're all blah, 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 trying to figure it out. Walking down the hallway.
1: Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. No, no. Tell me more.
0: Just they're walking down the hallway and Angela pops out of her dark room and she goes, Guys, guys, I found somebody else in the video.
1: So then... This is so funny to me. This is so funny. And like another example of like how much just happened in the last like two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the way they walk into the the room where
0: Angela's watching these videos and
1: Hodgins is there with his feet up on the desk. Oh, yeah. bowl of popcorn. But somehow had done his work. Like when Brennan sees him, she's like, wait, have you finished your work? (laughs) He's like, oh yeah no problem like tells her all about it like yeah, yeah the assailant was wearing leather gloves
0: like yes. i have to check
1: a couple things but he's waiting for results angela's like i want him here please don't let him leave yeah Booth's like, like what do you
0: things what are you even doing here Hodgins? and yeah. angela's like because i
1: want him here <laughs> you're making She's me little- watch these videos Like if Angela and Hodgins from season one could see themselves now. eh? Oh my God. Can (laughs) you imagine? Wow. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, so there is this, there is a different person, some person who's about six, one who has a head. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, Graham also had his head. So that's cool. Yes. Um, so they are arguing in like kind of blurry arguing in the back of this video. Yes. Um, now booth says he thinks nate is six foot one he looks five four to me that guy at most is not six foot one what i'm i want to look up what the how tall the actor is
0: just how tall is this guy you do that i'm gonna I'm, keep going yeah please so then brennan offers to go have dinner with our her new friend will <clears throat> and maybe ask what graham's relationship was with nate And then the next scene, we have Brennan and Nate somewhere, someplace, having a meal together. And Brennan is spilling all of the information about this case. I have a question about this. Okay. They are investigating his brother's murder. Yes. And she is telling him everything. Everything she is the loose lips that are gonna sink this fucking ship it's
1: so bad i'm like i'm watching this episode i'm watching this scene and i'm like what if he knows what what if he knows the killer like what if these are pieces of information that she he shouldn't know
0: like it's wild and this is where the tables start to turn for me with will like it's crazy i was like okay, fine, he's cringy, he's weird, he's like cardboard guy, whatever. Yeah. And now, now he gets gross and weird and creepy. He's 5'11". He's gross. This guy, Will, is a gross bag, and I can't stand him. Because he says things like, oh, with all this that's going on, you know, when I'm with you, I know everything's going to be Okay. And I'm like, how long have you known this person? Right? Yeah. She's
1: eating it up. She's
0: eating it up. Yeah. He starts telling her she's beautiful. She's laughing. Ha, 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 ha. And then
1: he goes in to kiss her. And she kisses him back because she's crazy. His lips are so gross. (laughs) And I just want to say right
0: now, I'm going to say it now two things. You know, the podcast I mentioned earlier, I love a lifetime movie. Okay. yes, He does lifetime movies, this guy. No. And he was in one that I heard a podcast about with, um, it's called, ah, oh, I forget the name of it. Regardless. It's with Angie Harmon from Rosolian
1: Isles, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I haven't seen it, but I heard the podcast. It sounds great. But yeah he gives off that hallmark lifetime movie guy kind of vibe but also this actor was in an episode of angel no (laughs) so many people
1: we should keep a tally i do all the time i did it last season that's so nuts how many people I guess it really does pay to, like, do a good job, keep your head down, be a nice person on set. Hey, David's got some weight, because
0: that guy's been, like, we decided, he's been in television for, like, 25, 30 years. Like, he's been on television for so long. He must have some pull, like.
1: Oh, yeah, he has to. He knows
0: everybody. He knows everybody. Oh, for sure. Like, low-key.
1: Because he's not, like. Upper
0: echelon, Brad Pitt, no, blah blah blah, right? But he's up but, there in the
1: TV world. But he's like he knows a lot of people, right? And he's consistent, like he's been on a quite a few shows that have lasted. No, that's a long what time. I mean.
0: Long running.
1: Yeah. Networked
0: even that TV. new one,
1: SEAL Team Six. Uh, honey, season six right now, I think. Yeah. I, Crazy. I don't watch
0: it and I should. Well, one day. One day, I can only do one Boreanus uh, yes. project at a time.
1: You know, once we're done this, yeah. <laughs> so we're in, we're back in uh, so. Cam's room now. We're back in Cam's special <laughs> autopsy are, room, and shit is about to go down. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh my god. Okay, so we're so, looking at the DNA, and Cam is like, "Okay, so I figured it out because I ran it twice." Now, there's two sets of DNA, but I'm, I'm having trouble separating the DNA. And the mm-hmm. second she says that, and by the DNA, I mean, Graham's DNA from another person's DNA. So she's like, okay, so the blood of the killer is in there for sure. Mm-hmm. The second she's talking about how she can't split the DNA. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. These people have to be related.
0: Yeah. And sure
1: enough. Because at first Booth is like, oh, don't worry about it, Cam. I'll just get a blood sample from Nate Gibbons because obviously he did it because he's an asshole. Right. Um. Then Hodgins but- comes in. Yes. And then he talks about those gloves that he had talked about in Angela's office. And they found a flame retardant, which Zach is constantly translating for Booth lately is that it Hodgins comes in and uses some big words about what it was actually on the gloves and Booth is because like it by its chemical name. that's all yes by the chemical name and Zach is like it's a flame retardant don't worry <laughs> and then they remember that the brother of Graham is a firefighter yes and he's about six foot one And it would make sense that I can only find one, that Cam can only find one blood source because siblings share a lot of the same chromosomes. So, oh shit, Will Hastings killed his brother. Jesus Murphy. (laughs) I didn't see that coming at all. No, it's like out of the complete blue. Yeah, I didn't see it coming at all. And at this moment, honestly, my heart sank for Brennan. Oh, listen, this gets worse. This gets
0: worse and worse. So the next scene we got, you see like a a big vehicle with the siren rushing down the road. So you're assuming Booth is rushing to get her because he's like, oh my God, Booth, uh, Brennan's with her. Brennan's with Will right now. Yeah. So then Booth shows up at the restaurant where they're eating. I don't know. Did she tell him where they were going? Who knows? And she's, they're sitting there, you know, talking at the table, joking, la, la, la. Booth walks in and Brennan's like, what are you doing are you here? here? She doesn't understand why he's there. Then Booth looks at Brennan and he says, I'm sorry to Brennan. Yeah. And then he turns to Will and reads him, starts reading him as rights. Yeah. Um, oh, this was this hard is to when, watch.
1: No, listen, <laughs> this, I laughed. I, oh, laughed. I laughed pretty hard too. Because this whole episode like the scary parts were very scary yeah this i'm like okay psycho
0: <laughs> this guy was a real piece of work so you start you start
1: so he basically starts explaining basically saying like no no i didn't kill my brother we did get in a fight but like i was just helping him and the film was gonna make him famous so like i helped him set up this whole thing with like animal bones and blood, and I made this chopping sound with an axe. I slipped Lori some drugs. No, no, sorry, dryer. Graham slip Graham slipped Lori some drugs. And at that point, I was like, What the hell? Like, why are you doing this, Graham? I didn't want to be responsible for raising a monster like that. So then I hit him with the axe, and I'm like, What? But he didn't mean to kill him. He just like meant to beat him and then when he never when he didn't stop start moving again then he chopped his head off and then buried him to make it look like the witch had done it and then his eyes like as they're like coming to this conclusion his eyes just go crazy and he's like no i would never do this like i didn't do it she did it Maggie Sinners did it. She was out there that night and she made me do it. I could never kill my brother. He was my only brother. I could never do it. It was her. And I'm like, holy shit. He's fucking bonkers. But he's losing
0: her shit. She's sitting there like freaking out and she starts crying because she's like, holy fuck, this guy's a psycho. And then I was thinking about when he said that he was waiting for Graham to move after he hit him on the head with his axe. I was like, remember people, he's a first responder. Like, There's no fucking way you not know what was going on with this guy's body. But yeah. then he, he basically has this psychotic episode in the restaurant saying how Maggie the witch made him do it. And I was like, oh boy, I better check him in with Lori.
1: <laughs> he's setting soon. up to claim insanity.
0: Oh my <laughs> god. Oh
1: yeah, maybe that's yeah, you know what? <laughs> setting himself up to be like No, I wasn't criminally NCR, not criminally responsible. I guess. But Brennan's
0: like, "What are you waiting for, Booth? Like, put the cuffs on him already." Like,
1: why are you torturing me? Just take him away, please. Yeah, she takes off,
0: and Booth's like reading, giving him his rights, and he's looking after Brennan, like worried about her, like
1: as she walks away. Anyway, I feel so bad for her. This is like, listen, she has episodes of bad things. Worst luck, this girl. Hashtag, where's
0: David? <laughs> Hashtag, this is, I asked that through the whole thing. Where's David? We didn't hear a higher hair of him. She's out with this guy, Will, out of the blue. Like craziness.
1: Oh my God. Well, don't worry. We're back with Angela and Hodgins now. We're done with Your the craziness. favorite My favorite. Hmm. And Angela and Hodgins are going through. The rest of the footage and cat. Well, Angela's going through the rest of the footage and cataloging it. And Hodgins is like, You know what? I don't have anywhere to go. Like, I can stay with you. It's no problem. That's not how he says it. He says,
0: he goes, Well, I got nothing better to do. I'm here at your service. Like, he's like, I'm Very here. keen. Oh, very so keen. keen.
1: And then she asked to stay at his place because. They see on the videotape. Brittany, you don't know how to tell a story, honey. Okay, Listen, I'm working on it.
0: They're watching the video. They catch the end of this video that she's just rendered. Like She's like, oh, I rendered this extra piece of video. Because the audience goes, what's this? I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. So they're watching it and all of a sudden at the end of it there's this apparition that shows up in the darkness it's like a ghosty kind of
1: and they're both like see through and they're like ah (laughs) and then she says can i stay at your place place?" and he's like sure no problem and he you can't see she can't see his face but he is like like a a little boy with candy (laughs)
0: pleased as punch part of me oh. there's two things because he was freaked out about the ghostly apparition as well first of all second yes part of me think like he was working in his brain like is my house clean like have what did i <laughs> how did i leave it this morning i like? gotta call
1: kelly <laughs> well this is what i was
0: also thinking he probably has a housekeeper like a live-in kind of maid or something and then i thought is this the first time she's going to his house Oh, or has she been to his mansion? Wasn't Zach staying with him at some point? Zach stayed in a house on the property, he had his own place. Like, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: okay, huh? Yeah, has he, has she even been there before? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, this, the end of this scene or this Mm. end of this episode. I love it. Oh God, I can't. Why? Oh, it's just I think that him basically. So he recognizes that Brennan, but he, I mean Booth. Booth goes to Brennan's office. She's looking at her computer, leaning back in her chair. She's obviously upset, despondent, and Booth, awful. Yes. And Booth comes in. And she's all like, "Well, clearly I know how to pick wonderful, wonderful men." And he's like, "You know what? And we're all just looking for the best in people, so don't beat yourself up." And she gets up, and he's like, "You want a hug?" No, it's not what happens, Brit. That's what happens. That's exactly he says what to
0: happens. her. He says to her, "Our perceptions are warped." by our hopes and fears and that we're all trying to do our best which is a very yeah. program thing to say i'll just say that right now very okay. program brennan thinks maybe she's not doing her best and she's better at reading bones than people
1: she's so down about this whole situation
0: yes and then booth is like well, you had no problem seeing through me yeah and then she gets up she's upset she's packing her bag to go home and she goes i guess i'm just meant to be alone i'm always alone and he goes this is i loved it he reaches out he touches her on the back he says come on like you're not alone you're not yeah. alone brennan come here okay And she's like offering a like, hug well yeah he's offering her a hug <laughs> i did and she's skip like, over
1: some of the important parts <laughs> no
0: i don't want to be like that with you we're not it's not our relationship And he's like come on it's a guy hug you know we're partners i want to console you right so yeah. then she agrees and they hug and she's the crying. way he
1: looks. Oh like, no, this cam thing is not gonna work out. Honey, this cam thing was doomed from the get-go. Oh, you kidding? But who? I'm just so curious when it doesn't work out because inevitably it's not like, going to What if Cam walked by? That's right then. I, was, I thought for sure she was going to. I thought that's what was gonna happen, and then she didn't. But I'm just like, who do you think? Because we know Cam and him are not going to work out. No. But who do you think is going to break up with who? I think Cam's going to
0: break up with him because she'll know. I think so too. She'll, well, you know, the real story. I don't, but I don't remember. I can see her being like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I see what's going on here. I can't beat this. Like there's yeah. nothing. The way that Booth and Brennan are bonded for life at this point. Yeah.
1: Even just through their shared trauma. Yeah, <laughs> trauma bond. Like, oh my God. Same
0: with Angela and Hodgins at this point. They're trauma yeah. bonded.
1: The trauma bond.
0: Oh. God. <laughs> okay, what'd you think of the episode?
1: Uh, I found it terrifying. But it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode it's it was a little like it was unpredictable to me which normally Ugh. i'm not surprised by who the killer is i can usually follow that pretty well but this episode i was like i have no idea like i thought maybe they were gonna bring someone in that wasn't even in the episode until like the very end and be like this person killed them but yeah no i thought it was pretty good i love the angela Hodgins moments i'm not a fan of the brennan and booth scenes in this episode wow i liked i liked how
0: uncomfortable he was like yeah i didn't appreciate all of it but i i liked i like i don't know i thought brennan was great i thought booth was like just Just doesn't know his own feelings. He doesn't understand. He doesn't. Doesn't know how to express it. You know. I think yeah, in that kind of place where he's like really feeling awkward, and because and that's when you know it's not right with Cam, right? Yeah, because he'd have a lot more confidence. Yeah, Yeah. he'd have more confidence about it. He wouldn't be so, you know, sitting on the fence. So. But this Will situation, like, I don't know what's going on with Brennan where she picks these guys. They're always murderers or very uh, murderer adjacent, you know?
1: Yeah. Very close to murderer. Brutal. Oh, it's so awful. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I I think
0: it'll be interesting. So did you like it? Did I like it? I thought it was funny. I laughed so hard. I I didn't think it was terrifying at all. Like, oh I, I, was, God, in, I, I was in a horror movie myself, so I don't, I think they're fun. I, I always think like about how
1: fun it would be to be in a horror movie. I think it would be so fun. I think I need to put that out on Instagram. Like, was this a funny episode or not? <laughs> See if anyone else thinks that it was scary. <laughs> well, you could do a poll. Funny yes, or Yes, I'll do a poll you know? for sure.
0: Definitely have like the
1: the Kelly versus Brittany versions. Definitely, I have a feeling that more people, especially because it's a television episode, are going to side with you. You think
0: so? Yeah, uh, I think our friend KBD six oh whatever two one on Insta. I forget her handle on Insta. I think she'll think it's scary too. Oh, for sure. I hope so. <laughs> She's very much like all about Booth and Brennan and all yes, that stuff. Yes, so. I love it for sure. Anyway, the Hodgins and Angela stuff, like, it's very cute at this point. Before, like, again, I'm still how we got here is questionable.
1: It is only in unless you assume that it they were sleeping together, sleeping. together. Yeah. which maybe does mean that she's been to his place before. Yes, maybe I'm not really sure.
0: Well, I guess um, we won't know unless we ask them ourselves. We'd have to ask the writers or TJ or Michaela. We should. <laughs> you know, put we'll it try. out there. Were you guys sleeping together or not? Come on. We need In to know. life? No, <laughs> leave them alone. God, you're the I'm worst. I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of squint cast
1: that was our best yet
0: <laughs> you say that every time
1: it's because we have more and more practice every time <laughs> <laughs> oh Bye. My God. Bye.
0: thank you for listening to Squintcast with me kelly booth and my and your new friend Brittany elsner the bones theme is performed by the crystal method they can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at TheCrystalMethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. Cover art was done by Irena Dolance stagen You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. Email us at SquintcastPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore, empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany is at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time.
1: Hodgins! Mark, what does the Kool-Aid man say when he bursts through the wall? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs)